why the second guy of the bar is going to be hive, not the first one. That is a discussion of Brera as well. How one is Koina, a bar, a bias, or an aider. And then we have a new Mishnah discussing various bar scenarios. And the Gemara we go into what, at what point is the first guy Potter until at one point will the first guy be Chayev again? Uh, then we discuss uh, camels weakening a cover of a bar and then oxen falling in. Who's going to be Chayev? What happens if the cover is only strong enough for oxen and then it rotted? Which is essentially the Sugi of Tchilas B'Pshia V'Sev but the Gemara doesn't actually uh, mention that. In any event, we begin with, uh, we, we tuck back into, into the Mishnah, we finish what we learned yesterday. We said that if the first guy passes by a bar, doesn't cover it, the second guy is going to be the one to be Chayev. He's the one that should have covered it. The Gemara says, okay, one second. In what case is this first guy going to be Potter? So we have a Machlaikas. Either it means when he finishes using it, the second guy takes over, and now he's automatically in charge. The second opinion says that he actually actually has to hand him over the cover to the bar. That's appointing him, you are now in charge, I'm going to be Potter. This is actually Machlaikas Tanoim. We learn that if someone is drawing water from a well, and then his friend comes, the first guy says, all right, I'm done. As soon as he leaves, the second guy is going to be the one who's going to be Chayev. The second, right, the first guy is Potter. But Rabbi Lezmanakov says, no, he actually has to hand him over the cover to the pit, to the well, in order for him to be off scot-free. Machlegah says, Rabbi Lezmanakov says, since this is a joint shutif well, Rabbi Lezmanakov says that there's a braver element here. So the first guy is only filling up from his part of the well. The second guy is filling up from his part of the well. The first guy is still going to be high for his half unless he makes it clear and hands the cover and the responsibility over to the second shutif. So as soon as the, guy, the first guy leaves, the second guy now has the whole well to himself. And Arvina says this matches up with a mission that says if you have Shudfin, who they share a yard and then they swear off each other, they can't, they can't get enough from each other. So the Chamim say... They can't go in, because wherever they're going, they're going into their Shutov's property. They each own the entire thing. But that's Menachev. He says, and every step that you take in your Chazer, you're only stepping in your Chalak. Now we have three cases discussing Kinyonim. Rebbe Lazar says the case by bar. If you want to buy a bar, as soon as you get the cover, you're coining it. The Gemara says, one second. Did you buy it with money? Then the money was coining it. Did you buy it with Chazaka? Then the Chazaka is coining it. What's this cover? The Gemara answers that he used the Chazaka. So you have to tell the guy here, go make a chazaka and be coined. Handing over the cover is like he told him, go make a chazaka. Second, Rabbi Shua ben Levi tells us that if someone sells a house to his friend, as soon as he hands over the keys, he's coined. So again, the Gemara says, why isn't the money coined? Why isn't the chazaka coined? What do the keys do? The Gemara answers that handing him the keys is like telling him to go make a chazaka. Third, Rish Lokish says in the name of Rev Yana, if someone sells a, a flock, an ader, a, a, a pen, animals to his friends. So as soon as he hands over the leash, the seal is complete. The Gemara says, hold on a tick. Did, did, did the guy do a Kenyan Meshichah? Did he call them, make them walk? Then that was the Kenyan. Was the Kenyan Messiri handed them over to him? Then that's the Kenyan. What's the leash? So the Gemara says, it was a Kenyan Meshichah handing him the leash. He's telling him, here, go do the Meshichah. 
Now, what is this mashchuches, which we translated as a leash? So the targum here is a karkashta, which is a bell. Rabbi Yaakov says that the karkashta is the leading goat, the one that, the leading animal that leads all the other animals. Like there was this galiloi darshan from Rav Chista, that when a shepherd gets angry at his flock, he blinds their leader. Ashi says this is a muscle for the Banishlailam that when we do things that are upsetting, he gives us over to leaders who aren't fit for the job. Now even that says if the first guy covers over his pit and and the second guy comes, finds that it is uncovered, and she explains that the original covering rotted away. The second guy is going to be chayev if he doesn't cover it. If someone covers his bit properly and s- still an ox or a donkey falls in, it's not a, it's, he's putter if that animal dies. If he didn't cover it properly, then he's going to be chayev. If there was a guy in that pit digging, ex- ex- expanding the pit, and the animal was shaken by the sound and fell in, then he's going to be chayev unless he fell backwards. In which case, he's going to be potter. The Gemara is going to have to explain that. The Mishnah tells us that you're not going to be chayev for kalim. You're just going to be chayev for the animal that was carrying the kalim. And finally, the Mishnah tells us that if a shar, which is a cheir shaita or cotton, falls in, you'll be chayev. If a child or evet or alma fall in, you're going to be potter. Because you're not chayev on kalim and adam. Again, the Gemara will elaborate. Based Ras Hashem, the Gemara begins by saying, "If the first guy covered it correctly, he's potter." At until what point is is he ever going to be chayv again? Three answers. Rav says, "As soon as, as soon as he sees that it's uncovered, he's chayv again." Shmuel says, "No, even if he's just informed, he finds out that it's uncovered. Even if he didn't see it, he's already chayv. He's now responsible again." And Rabbi Yochanan says, "He's going to be chayv." Not from the moment that he's informed, but from the time that he's informed and has the time to fix it and cover it up again. Some cedar wood. But that takes some time. You have to hire workers to cut it down, cover it up. Now the Gemara goes into the second case of the Mishnah, where the guy covers it correctly, but an ox or a donkey still falls in. There you'll be potter. The Gemara says how to fall in. If you did it properly, how to get in. So if Yitzchak Barchana says it rotted within and then it got weakened and the animal was able to fall through it. But when you set it up, it was absolutely correct. It was safe. Next, the Gemara brings the case where someone covers up his pit with a cover strong enough to handle oxen, but not camels, which are heavier. And then camels come along. They ruin the cover so that when the oxen following them come, they fall in. The Gemara clarifies that we're talking about a case where the animals aren't there all the time. Otherwise, he would have be chayev to prepare for them and make it strong enough to handle both. Is he considered preshea because sometimes they come? Or maybe because now there are no animals coming through. This situation was a case of ironus. The Gemara tries to bring two rayas from our Mishnah and asks another question and again tries to bring another two rayas. That's the formulation here. The first raya is as follows. We learned that if a guy covers his pit correctly and an ox or donkey falls in, he's going to be a potter. So Gemara says, okay, he's potter if he covered it correctly. What does correctly mean? For oxen? For donkeys? How to fall in? Uh, for camels? How do, they, how do they get in if it was actually correctly? 
either correctly means for oxen and not for camels. Now, if there are always camels walking around, then you sh- then that's a pshia. He should still be chayev elamai. And if it's never there, then it's not his fault. It must be that they come at some points. And then it's exactly our case. The camels weakened it. The oxen fell in afterwards, you see. They spot there. It's considered anointness. But the Gemara says that's still not a good ride because it could be the guy set it up properly for both oxen and camels. I had it fall in and ride it through. And that was Rebizchok Bar Barchana's explanation. So we try another raya. The, the safe of Ramesha says that if the guy didn't cover it correctly and an ox or, don- or a donkey fallen, he's going to be chayev. What was the case here? What's incorrectly? Now, obviously, if he, it was, wasn't enough to handle oxen or camels, that's a total pshia. Of course, he's going to be chayev. That's not a chiddush. The mission does not need to tell us that. Elamai, it was for oxen and not camels. Because if it was enough for both, then it's total lightness. You have to also say that the camels are only coming periodically and they weakened it for the oxen. And the Gemara is assuming rather that he set it up in a way that it's not proper. It can't handle even oxen. He's still going to be chayev because since camels come often enough, it's still considered a pshia. The Gemara says, no, 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 it was good enough for oxen. It just wasn't good enough for camels. And the cases where the, the camels come all the time. Aye, then isn't that pshia? The Gemara says, don't be medayik in the lushan of Kiseu Karoi, that he covered it properly. We only wrote that in the Sefer because we wrote that in the Reisha. In the Reisha, we said he covered it properly. The Sefer, we said, okay, it wasn't properly. But it means it wasn't properly for camels. But it was enough for, dunk, for oxen. Since he had camels all the time, he's going to be chayev. Some say that this is even a kasha, considered a pshia because camels come sometimes. And he has to prepare for that. Rather, the kasha is, if it's covered enough to handle oxen, but not camels. And camels come all the time, but it warped. It rotted out. Do we say that since Lamaiso, he was pshia for camels, because camels are always coming. It's considered a pshia for the fact that it rotted out, which is, is less in his control. But do we not say this, Migu? So again, which I bring two rayas from a Mishnah, the Rishon, the Seif. And the Rishon, we said that if he covers it properly and an ox or a donkey falls in, he's going to be potter. And Rabbi Yitzchak explained that it was where it rotted, it rotted through. That's why they fell in. The Gemara says, hold on. If it was actually an, enough for oxen and camels to walk across, and of course he's going to be putter if it rotted through. What was he supposed to do? He did everything he, 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 did everything he could. LMI must be that it was only enough for oxen and not camels. And camels are coming all the time. And you still see that he's putter. So you see that we don't, we're not him for the rotting just because he was poshea for the camels. But the Gemara answers, no, no, no. This was good enough for camels too. It rotted through. But it's his fault because he should have gone and checked to make sure that it didn't rot through. So we try another raya. The second step in our mission was that when he didn't cover it correctly in an ox or a donkey falling, he's going to be chayiv. What was the case over here? If it wasn't good enough for either one, then of course he's going to be chayiv. He didn't cover it. LMI, it, was, it wasn't good for either of them. It couldn't even handle an ox. Now, if the camels come all the time, it's a pshia. Otherwise, it's annoyingness if they're never there. So it must be that they come all the time and it just warped it. 
rotted. And yet, he's still chayev. You see that since he was pushed out for the camels, he's going to be chayev for the fact that it rotted through. The Gemara says, no, it was enough for oxen. It just wasn't good enough for camels. And the camels do come all the time. Camels were the one that ruined this. They broke through it a little bit when they came. This was our first Havamina, our first Kasha. And that made the oxen fall in after following the camels. Ah, isn't that a straight-up pshia? He didn't set it up to prepare for camels. The Gemara says, Enechanami. The ratio, he said that he covered it properly, so the Sefer, we said that he didn't cover it properly. But don't be medayik in that. It is, it is Pasha. You just said the flip side. But yeah, if you don't set up your cover for camels, which are walking through all the time, you're going to be high. Finally, the Gemara tells us that we said if a of an ox, an ox, which is a Cheroshet V'Katan. And the Gemara in Tudaf extends this to even a blind ox. Or if it's walking at night. If it falls in, if it falls in you're going to be Chayev. Rather, a, a blind person is going to be Chayev. But if the person is able to see, he's a Pikeach, and he's walking by day, then it's his fault for falling in, and the owner is going to be Potter. I, the guy was Peshea for a Cherish. So I don't say he's also Peshea for the Pikeach. You see, we don't say Amigu just because the guy made a mistake and didn't prepare for the eventful. We're not Mechaev him automatically for the uneventful. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.